You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to The Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And, and today is uh, it's, it's a bittersweet podcast. And here's, here's the reason why. This is going to be one of the last interviews that we do for a while as we are going to be changing the name of the Mastermind Effect to the Success Finder. No, we're not going anywhere. But we're shifting gears, especially with the the new platform getting ready to be released in January of 2022. And, you know, we had to free up some headspace because when I get to know someone like the individual that we're getting to know today and you're going to get to know today, we don't do it lightly. We want to lead with an intention that you get to know them from an intimate level. And, and if you realize the value that this individual is bringing today, you end up reaching out and saying, hey, how can I learn more? How can I work with you? How can I be part of your world? And that is a really important aspect. So will we eventually do some interviews again someday? Absolutely. But with what we're putting into to give to you, to gift to you with the success finder, the platform that is going to help you find that signal and cut out that noise, especially when with what you hear with what's going on on some of these other social platforms recently, it's pretty scary when you do look into it. We want to make sure that we're giving you everything that we have because we owe that to you. It is our responsibility as humans when we see a problem to solve it. It's our responsibility as people to lead with the give because what comes back in return, it's powerful. You can't see it until you know it's there and it will hit you in the face. So without further ado, we have the founder of Intentional Excellence Consulting, LLC, Deanna Jean or it could be Jean, depending on who you're listening to, but we're going to go with Deanna Jean today. Deanna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Brandon. I'm excited. And yes, this is going to be a great conversation. So I'm excited to dig in. I'm blessed and super stoked to have you on here. You know, when the listeners realize the value that you're bringing today and they want to reach out, learn more, listen more, uh, work with you even, but they want to dive in and, and learn more about what you're up to. Where's the best place for them to reach out and connect with you? That's actually a great question. So really, I curate a lot of community in uh, my free Facebook group, which is the Intentional Success Tribe Facebook group. Um, so I'll make sure that people have a way to be able to connect with me there. And then I am pretty active on Instagram, mostly around adding value and creating engagement for folks who are really looking to be able to move forward, to get out of their head in action. Um, and on Instagram, I am at Intentional Success Tribe which is also the same name as my Facebook group. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. And, and here, here's a quick one and for you. If someone were to say, what is your superpower? They're like, oh, so they know, hey, like I, I gravitate towards that individual. Her superpower is this. I'm looking for that. Deanna, what's your, what's your superpower? Love this question. This is one of my favorite questions. I don't know if you gave me these questions ahead of time, but I got No, I gave you zero questions because you people ask for them and I'm like, clear. listen. I Either, have any questions. Go listen so, to a previous episode or like just go with the flow. Like I'm not sending you a list of questions. 
Nope. Listen, I love it. So my superpower is actually the gift of connection. And I have the gift of connection in three ways. The first way that uh, connection is my superpower is that I am very gifted in being able to make intentional connections with people in a really, really authentic way. So a lot of times people may get nervous if they're meeting new people. I am able to make genuine and authentic connections with people that are aligned to my goals pretty instantaneously, right? So that's the first gift of connection. The second one is that I love to and am gifted in connecting people to one another. So when I see people that are doing amazing things like you do, what I wanna do is I wanna be able to have those people connect to each other to be able to create amazing things. Um, And I feel like collaboration and partnership are the easiest way for us to go further faster. So that's the second way. And then the third way that I am gifted in connection is I am able to easily, I cannot take credit for this. I was born with it. I don't know if it it developed, but I am easily able to take people's ideas that they have in their head and actually connect those to really intentional action items that help them to take really big goals and actually break them down into actionable milestones that move them forward. So those are the three ways that I have the gift of connection. Now, I'm just going to pick out one of them, which is the last one that you gave right there. And I don't know if people realize the import, all of them, unbelievably important, but let's look at that last one. I call it the idea that sits in the shelf. It just sits right there. And you're like, I don't know what's next. I don't know who to connect with. I don't, oh, okay. It's just going to stay there. And I'm going to go on to the next thing. I'm going to talk about all these great ideas I have to have someone in your corner that is able to take, help you take that idea off the, the, the shelf that's sitting in your head and then say, these are the next actionable. Okay. We talk about result leaders versus thought leaders. You know, we talk about action And to have someone help you say, this is the next actual thing that you should connect to, you should connect with, you should move towards. It's a superpower that that is not easy to to actually create, to be, to to encompass. And so that's why I say, just based off of that, if our conversation was completely done at this point, you should reach out learn more about that because there's so many great ideas, but why people, oh, I can't tell you my idea yet. I can't tell you what I got going on because they think someone's going to steal it. Here's the reality. Well, I I don't, the percentage is less than 3% of ideas actually come to, to light. And that reason is we don't have a person in our corner like Deanna. And I don't say that lightly because my name is behind what I'm saying right there. And what I've built in, in my years of experience and the people that entrust in me, which are some really big names that get the results. So I, I urge what I what I heard there that last one. I really gravitate towards that is because it's the the dream maker that makes the actions come true. Absolutely, and and I I'm glad that you mentioned that. You know, I tell people all the time. A lot of times, you know, we do not really honor our superpowers, right? We feel like because typically your superpower is going to be something that you're really really good at, but it's also usually going to be something that for you comes very naturally. So a lot of times, I hear people will say, "Oh, well, you know, I'm an artist, and like anyone can draw. I just draw things, or I just help people to make connections, or I just help people to negotiate contracts." And I'm like. Do you realize that the reason that this is a superpower is because the average person can't do it? So you really have to be able to honor that. And I just love the idea that I am able to help people realize their genius because by helping them make those connections to the action items, it is really taking their zone of genius and putting it into place so that they can see it reflected um, in the work that they put out every day. So I love it. And, And the percent of people that have that zone of genius that can bring it to light without help 
is less than like point half a percent out there. Very few people are able to do it without sitting there saying, and I need a, uh, someone in my corner. I need a coach. I need a mentor. I need someone that is that super connector. I need someone that can pull that zone of genius out of me. It, it's less than a, less than a percent Absolutely. Of, of, of people that can do that. And even the ones that are able to eventually realize they come to a part where it is not their area of expertise. And they realize I need to surround myself with smarter people. I need to surround myself with the best leaders in the world, surround themselves with smarter people than they are. Absolutely. That's literally like part of my business model is that in addition to coaching people, I also help people to be able to find what we call your success tribe, because I believe that the most, the biggest reason that people are not really walking in their zone of genius or doing the thing that could really change the world, because we all have that inside of us, right? Is because we have limiting beliefs around the things that we don't do well, which don't even matter. But when you surround yourself with a success success tribe of people that first of all, help you to be able to accentuate your gifts, but also help to take over those gaps or fill in those gaps for you without you feeling limiting beliefs around them, that's really where you get to the next level. So absolutely, I believe that collaboration and partnership are super, super important. Beautiful. Love it, love it. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's, get, let's move on with this. You know, when you and I were younger, we learned from textbooks, teachers, the world around us, our coworkers, our friends, our family, but that's a sliver of what's really possible in life. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Mm, great question. So I, the older that I've become, the more that I've realized the importance of seeing the learning in everything. I think that when, when I was younger, I felt like if I had a goal and I did not accomplish that goal exactly as it was in my head, or I did not execute on it 100%, then that meant that I was not successful. It wasn't until I had several events in my life, which range from, um, you know, being uh, pregnant and being diagnosed with breast cancer while I was pregnant, um, launching my business and having that business pivot from a W-2 employee to a full-time entrepreneur in a three-week period of time. Those times when you were going to experience more challenges than wins that I realized the importance of always looking for the learning. So for me, I am always looking for, even if the, you know, I'm going through a challenge, even if things don't turn out the way that I think that they should, or in my head, I have preconceived um, them to be, being able to see every single learning and every challenge And most importantly, leaning into the process and finding opportunities to learn in every engagement. And that's interesting. When when you were going through those difficult times, and we all have different layers of what we believe are difficult. I look at that and I'm like, that's the the type of individual that it takes to pull through that. You know, who is it that you are surrounding yourself with? Who is it that you're learning from now that helped sit there and and continue to pull you across that line and keep your compass pointing north to be the individual that you are? That's a great question. So, you know, I grew up in a family and in an environment where I was taught that, and I think we were all taught this, but really my family really leaned into it, that every single person that you engage with every day is valuable. 
and that it is really your responsibility to be able to find a way to honor every single person that you meet with. So when I was in college, to me, when I was asked those questions of who's pulling you through work, who's pulling you through college, I would talk about, you know, the, um, you know, the people who worked in the cafeteria. Um, Because they were the ones that I was always super, super kind to. And they were the ones that, you know, would give you the extra snacks that would pull you through, right? When you're in those one o'clock, two o'clock study sessions. I talk about, you know, the maintenance people because I treated all of them the same way that I treated my professors. If I was in my apartment and my toilet got stopped up, I was one of the first ones to be able to be serviced, right? So for me, it is about, Finding people, first of all, finding the gift in everyone. Everyone has a gift. And when you are able to help someone realize their gift and how important their gift is, you know what happens? They start to walk in that more. They start to walk in that excellence more. So for me, I surround myself with people who are aligned to my core values, right? Who are aligned to the ideas of service, um, prosperity, family. And that is my success tribe. I surround myself, I believe all coaches need coaches. So I have coaches that I work with directly who I actually invest in. And then I have peers of coaches that surround me all the time. I think about my family, who's my village. You know, I run my business full-time. I'm a first-generation entrepreneur. My husband's a full-time military service member and doesn't even live in the same state that we live in, right? And I would not have been able to do this work and support my three kids and all of the things that come with that in the midst of a pandemic without the tremendous village of family and friends that stepped in and they helped support us with time um, or whatever, right? So for me, it's really about finding people who are aligned to your core values and honoring every single person's gift. And when you do that, everyone becomes a key player. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's the hidden people that are the gems that are right in front of us that really, so mine guy, the maintenance person, you said maintenance person, my brain goes to guy. Yeah. Um, I don't remember guy's last name. I might not have ever known guy's last name, but mm-hmm. his name was, was guy. And oh, wow. uh, his, his actual name was guy. His literal name was guy. Yeah. 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 So it was literal, but, I, but it's, I, I had that, that individual, I had that guy, it was a guy, but his name was guy. And, uh, those are the people that have the stories. Those are the people that can share something with us that they're right in front of us, but we're blind to it. We're literally right there. They're the people that are serving us. And how do we serve them back is by being curious and asking them questions and actually caring people. We are, we're, I'm not going to get, go down this rabbit hole of like, we, we don't care as, as we should. That's, I think that's, that, that's obvious, that's but that's a, a whole nother podcast. Conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole nother podcast that I'm not starting because uh, I'm just not going there, but so- I appreciate you sharing that with us because when, when I see that, when I hear that, my, my inclination is, oh, how do I respond to this? It's like this individual, this person that I'm getting to connect with right now and that you're getting to hear and, and learn from, they really care. This is how they've gotten to where they're at. And these are the types of people that I surround myself with. I want to continue to surround myself with because I learn every minute that I get to share a story with them. So thank you. Thank you for that part. You know, talking about people, I think a lot of the time we get stuck and we don't know how to execute what's in our head. We kind of talked about this a little bit, that little, you know, the idea on the shelf and how do we pull it out? Um, you know, we're still going through a pandemic in some form of fashion. Um, and I feel that it's causing a reset in how we think, how we accomplish things, who we, who we choose to surround ourselves with, the ideas that we cho- choose to nurture ourselves with. 
how have coaching and masterminds and mentorship, how they, how have they helped you reset when you feel that you're getting stuck and you want to, you know, you want to accomplish something different and, and the different in the eyes of not you and I, but different in the eyes of other people. Sure. So for me, one of the core tenets of my business model is again, collaboration. So I am always actively looking for people to learn from. I'm pretty active on Clubhouse. And every single time that I'm on Clubhouse, it is with intention, but I'm always looking for new people to be learning from. I'm always looking for new information. Why? Because I believe that we really are only a reflection of the people that we surround ourselves with and the things that we learn every single day. So for me, I feel like it is an unending process that continues every single day. Part of my business model is I have anywhere from five to eight collaboration calls every single week. These are very intentional calls with people who I want to collaborate and partner with and who I want to learn from. I have accountability calls that I do with my peers that are done on a monthly or quarterly basis where we are talking to each other about the goals that we set and how we're going to get there. And every single one of those calls inevitably ends up with us making new connections for each other. So it's an unending cycle of learning and understanding, but also of seeking opportunities to be able to pour into others and to help expand their minds and their processes and their thoughts. And it's something that I even do with my children. I mean, every week I'm asking my children about, you know, tell me something that I don't know. And they have a, they know a lot of things that I don't know. Like they know a lot. <laughs> and it's been so eye-opening for me. But what I've saw, what I've seen is that it has also created a sense of agency within them. Um, first of all, for them to first know that you will always be learning. Um, and that you are never more than anyone because you may think that you have more experience or you're older or whatever the case is. But then secondly, it puts them on a path to always be looking for something new, new opportunities, new learnings, because they know I'm going to ask about them. So that for me has been a, a strategy. Yeah. And I could, we, we could go into a, a very deep conversation point. It will give them an unfair advantage to realize that I have an unfair advantage and my responsibility is to do more because of the, the roadmap that my parents afforded me. And when I say afforded, I'm not talking always from a financial aspect. I'm talking from a conversation, from an intellectual aspect. They afforded me to understand what could be next. 100%. 100%. I mean, for me, again, we could, this could be a whole, you know, two hour conversation of itself. Uh, but my kids are five, 10, and 12. And each of them learn differently. Each of them have different strengths. Each of them have different gifts. Um, but at the end of the day, they each also know that the best thing that we can do in life is to serve others with our gift and to be a helper right? To see a problem, to see a challenge, and to be actively involved in how do I support the solution here? And that requires them to listen. And that requires them to ask questions. And I believe, just as you said, you know, my uh, our generation of of because you and I are around the same age, I would assume, right? I'm probably um, a little older than you, but yes. But not, not by that much, though. I don't think. I don't think. Probably not by that much. But forty three. Okay, I'm I'm forty. 
Okay, you know, I got you. I got you. We're, 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 we're 40 friends. We're 40. We're on a 40, we're 40 friends. You were born in the 70s. I was born in the 80s. But you know, it's just I'm a like, child of the 70s. You're a child of the 70s. I used to wish I was a child of the 70s. I really did. But you know, in that, our parents and their responsibilities and the world that they lived in. And um, in some instances, and I can speak for myself personally, you know, the burden that was on them to do better and to be able to set a path, it did not allow for a lot of the um, engagement that that I am now able to have with my children. But I also recognize and realize that, you know, they did better than the generation before them. And that's why it's my responsibility to continue to improve that and my children to do the same as we move forward. Yeah. Continue to uplift, continue to move the needle, continue to do more than what we were afforded. And the the ripple effect, I call, you know, there's pebble in the pond and there's the mountain in the ocean. Yeah. And it takes time in order to see both of those things come to light. You hope to live long enough to realize the impact that has been made. You might not be given credit for it, but that's okay. It's okay. You don't need the credit for changing and impacting everything out there. I had someone that came came to me earlier this year and they said, do you care who gets credit for what you're building with the success finder? I said, I don't. I said, what does it matter? It was, it was, it was an idea that was, that was created out of a, 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 a problem that I saw that could be solved. If someone else is the face of it, which I would prefer, if someone else is the one that gets the credit for it, I'm okay because my son will see that we can do more when we see things. It doesn't matter who gets the credit as long as the impact it's the impact. This can be everlasting. Absolutely. That's why I say, you know, even when I work with my clients, um, you know, it's not about a specific skill that I have. I call it I have a gift, right? But it really is about helping to expose their genius, right? For me, the more that I can be able to bring out the genius in someone else and be able to step back and see them walk in it. That's what fulfills me because that's what people have done for me. So for me, it absolutely is about impact. And, you know, we can have a conversation even about intent versus impact, right? But it really is about the impact that you are able to have. But the only way that you can effectively do that is by being really rooted in your core values, knowing who you are, um, knowing what you want to accomplish and, and focusing on the helping. Yes. Know your MVV, mission, vision, and values. Yeah, that's it. That's it. 100%. And then have the intent can create the impact. That's it. And you can have peace. It's like mm-hmm. a warm blanket wrapped around you. hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, what I will say with that, right, is that because I work with a lot of women, I work, so I work with some men too, but mostly I'm working with what I call boss women. So these are women who are overachievers, who are executives, who run their own businesses, right? And a lot of times what ends up happening is that these women as successful as they are, they diminish their gift, but they also give their gift away. They give their gift away. Just because it's a gift and just because you are serving does not mean that um, you have to do it for free, right? <laughs> it's it's important to understand that in serving, right, that you can't serve with a full heart, that you can't serve in good conscience, that you can't serve to your best ability if um, you don't know how you're going to eat, if your legs are going to be cut off, 
Um, if you don't feel like you can be able to do the things for your family and provide for your family in a way that sustains them, right? If you feel like in order to still use this gift, I still have to have this other job. So there's also a conversation to be had about honoring and understanding what your gift is, but realizing that even in that gift, that when you present it to people, that is an opportunity to serve them. And that people, when they are willing to invest in that service, the impact that you're going to have on them is going to be indelible. Well, let's, let's kind of keep going down that, that road. You know, when people come to you and they, they, they want to sit, they want to work, they want to learn, they want to execute, what should someone expect when they enter Deanna's reality? Oh, wow. Whew. She probably she probably asked my husband that question. He he has he has very strong opinions about that. Um, but so one of the things that I always encourage people to do before they work with me, because I work with a limited number of folks. Um, the first thing is I say is you I give people two different opportunities to know me. So I tell people all the time I do two things for free. Um, first thing that I do for free is I add value on Clubhouse. Um, And I do that in an intentional way with collaborations and partnerships and things like that. Um, And then the second way is by joining my Facebook group and by kind of seeing what I do on social media. You're able to hear my voice and understand who I am, what my core values are, and what you can expect from me. So what I'll say is the first thing that you can expect from me is that you can expect someone who is going to push you, right? Who is going to push you because I only work with people where I am absolutely in love with their business or their goal. And I really, really like them because then it gives me the leverage to be able to say, hey, listen, I know you've been going down this path, but I'm very much a truth teller. Like let's let's pivot. You need to be going down this path. How's that working for you, right? So they, they need to understand that I'm gonna get you into action. I'm gonna be ready to go. Second thing that they need to know is that I am going to be just as invested in what you are doing and what you are creating and what you are birthing as you are. So be ready for that passion and that intensity, um, because I want to see you win just as badly, if not more than you do, because that fuels my fire as well. And then the third thing is to understand that you are going to have a collaboration partner. So you have some coaches where um, they they work with folks and they kind of want them to be in this perpetual cycle of coaching, <laughs> right? Like they work with people and the goal is to be able to work with them for like forever, right? In, in perpetuity. I'm not about that life. Um, I would much, much rather be able to start off with someone in a coaching or consulting capacity and get to a point where we are peers and we're collaboration partners and we are really adding to each other's um, businesses and lives than to have you in, in, in perpetuity kind of as a coaching client. So be ready to know that there's going to be a time when you are going to be flying on your own and that every single time that we meet, you're going to be getting into action so that you get closer and closer to that time where you can be able to go out and kind of spread your own wings. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Got a few more questions as we, as we come to an end here yeah. and, and it's, you know, like I said, bittersweet, you know, being one of the, the last interview for the mastermind effect, but we will be continuing the podcast. We're not going to change um, the whole, everything up on there for those, those listeners that rely upon it and have listened to us over the last year plus on here. You know, when I work with, with my coaches, with my mentors, with my core man, I, uh, I mean, we talk about success and what does it take to be successful? And, and to me, there, you know, there's several different qualities, um, mentorship, experimentation, partnership, willingness to fail. And on the flip side, willingness 
to define success. And why so many people don't truly define success is because once I've defined that, I've also defined failure. If my definition of success is being at every one of my son's soccer games and I miss one, I have now been become a failure. I, and I'm not, it's a bit extreme yeah. there in that, but that's why when we, when we really get granular or we look at the 30,000 foot view, possibly we don't define success. What do you feel it takes to be successful? Mm. So I see success as feeling the fear and taking action anyway. And I see that as successful because every single day we experience, encounter, engage with something that scares us. The difference between successful people and people who are unsuccessful, based on my observation and what I've experienced, is that um, successful people realize that the opposite of fear is not bravery. It's actually action. And that by you just taking action, you are now giving yourself the opportunity to be brave enough to experience something in real time versus making up what you think it's going to be in your head. Every single time you take action, you are being successful. When I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer when I was pregnant with my daughter, for me, success was literally just taking an action. Every doctor that I spoke with for that first hour after I found out um, had no idea what I was going to do. Everybody was telling me, well, pretty certain you're going to have to terminate the pregnancy, right? Pretty certain you're going to have to do this, right? But instead of me sitting there and allowing that fear to just create these stories in my head, I took action to find true, real answers, right? Based off of data, based off of results. I put myself in a position to be connected to people that would be able to give me data. And every single time I did something, it diminished the fear because your brain can't do both at the same time. It can't be terrified and moving forward and taking action. It's a hack. So by you taking action, whatever that action is, putting one foot in front of the other, getting out of the bed, making that extra phone call, having that difficult conversation, you are hacking your brain to move further away from the fear. And, and fear is a powerful Tool. Oh I'm going to, I'm going to get part of what I'm about to say, correct. But as much as how it pertained to me from something I learned over the weekend, um, an emotion comes in, not something comes into our world. If we don't react to it and give it, name it for 90 seconds, then that, that emotion is gone and we can actually think about it logically. So fear comes in and I'm not saying like, Hey, happiness, you know, but some data comes in. If we don't name the baby, and I'm not saying a child, but you know, we, no, we no, name, the, yeah. name the puppy. We don't, here's a better one. We don't name the puppy. Mm -hmm. Then after 90 seconds, however, our brains work, those neurons, protons, whatever ons are firing, we can give a logical next step, which is taking action, right? Yes. That's why babies are fearless, yeah. right? They because don't know they don't, any better. They don't know any better. Yeah. That's, what I tell, that's what I tell my clients all the time. Be like the baby. All right. What I need you to do is erase whatever experiences you think that you've had that have been akin to you running or launching this business or launching this event and approach this literally from the perception of the only thing that matters is your end goal. Don't think about whatever it is that you've read about how 
98% of the people fail at this about the fact that you don't feel like you have the resources. You don't have the pedigree. Move that out of the way. Be like the baby. Take action. Have that one goal in mind. And you'll realize more and more every day that the more that you move forward, it just gets you closer and closer to that goal. And again, the fear, you won't even realize it. You won't even realize that the fear has dissipated because your mind is on action. Yeah. Love it. Love it. You know, there's always new ideas brewing in times of prosperity. The winds come in easier. When the world's winning, people can just win easier. But ingenuity and creativity come when we feel the squeeze and the world is still feeling that squeeze. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? So much, so much. But one of the things that I am just elated about that I actually executed on a couple of months ago for the first time, and we're going to be doing it again in the spring, is I actually launched um, a VIP day, which is called the Intentional Success Tribe VIP Day. This is a very different type of VIP day than has ever been done before. It's actually a group of people that get together. And the main reason that this group is getting together is because it's mostly women service-based entrepreneurs. And they are getting together because they are looking to build collaboration, partnership, and tribe into their business and into whatever it is that they are launching over the next several months. So in this amazing day, what happens is that you get these powerful women that come in and we go through exercises and activities that help them to build really intentional, strong connection with each other. And when I tell you, Brandon, the things that come out of these conversations and this day, we have people who have uh, created podcasts together our podcast partners. We have people who have launched events. We have people who have been able to execute on speaking events with one another. So I love it because this is a place where you can come to and you can really find aligned collaboration partners who, first of all, are going to help you to diminish that fear because they're going to help you stay in action because there's like an accountability piece that's in there. But we're also giving you the framework. We're giving you the framework to understand how to build these types of connections. How do you build intentional and authentic connections that will last, not just for that year, but for a lifetime? There's a formula. And we go over that in the Intentional Success Tribe VIP Day. um, And I'm super excited about it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Love it, love it. All right, last one. What is a tip, a tactic, an actionable item that if you implemented it, after listening to this over the next 30, 60, 90 days, you would see a real impact or benefit on your personal or business life. Mm. Focus on intentional connection. So we live in an era and a time when people talk a lot about connections, right? Um, Social media, we are more connected than we've ever been before. It's not true. (laughs) It's not true. There, there, There are more people in our environment than there's ever been before. There's more noise than there's ever been before. And the good part about it is that there's the ability to be more connected than we've ever been before. But I challenge everyone that's listening to this for the next 30 days to focus on intentional connection, focus on making connections that are genuine, authentic, intentional, and aligned to the better good and the outcomes that you want to achieve and it will absolutely transform your life. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. It's uh, there's, there's, there's places that are able to help curate that. There are places that help break that. There are places that we're complicit in thinking that the audience that they've built for us nurtures that. But mm-hmm. the reality is, is make sure you're doing it with intent. That's it. Don't, don't fool yourself in believing that 
every conversation should be had. Choose the ones that can move the needle. Choose the ones that can can make a difference. And choose the ones that sometimes you would steer away from. The, exactly the, the maintenance individual, the person bringing your mail, the individual that's walking down the street. More can come when you collaborate, when you take action, and you find a place of intent. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's been an amazing time awesome. to spend with you. We have got... The founder of Intentional Excellence Consulting, LLC, Deanna Jean. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you for the space, Brandon. This was awesome. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Have a beautiful day. All right. You too. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the Mastermind Effect.